0: And welcome back. Um, we took a three-day break, and now we're back. We've changed. We've new- been
3: sitting here. I'm. Ro- I've been rolling this whole time, so I got about
0: seventy-two hours of ranting and rambling and time travel. Like so soon. much yeah. like masturbation sounds. I'm like, what yeah. is he doing there?
2: <laughs> Just leave him on.
0: So much masturbation sounds. That's uh, then. That's the title of the episode. Great. That's my, that's we my new it. EP. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm considering making a Christmas album and I'm wondering oh if you guys have thoughts on that and if it's something you would ever consider doing.
2: Here's my belief about Christmas albums. If you are a musician, you must make one. It is yes. crazy to not use your talent for something that everyone wants more of. We all want a new Christmas song. We all want to have a playlist that has, like, a thousand Christmas songs that are unique, cool, and different. So I truly think – like, I love when, like, indie bands do a Christmas song. I love, like, compilations like that. I think it's – you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't cash in on a Christmas album as well, musician. that's
3: the that's the real thing is that it's, like, also – you're leaving money on the table if you're a yeah. recording artist of any kind that you don't just go like, well, let me do some fucking, you know, random little drummer boy cover and then hopefully <laughs> that ends up on some dude's playlist and then it plays it plays at a fucking holiday party for like 21 plays in one evening. You know I what just I mean? Has. Like that's just-
0: one of the songs I want to write literally is a song about shopping at TJ Maxx during the holidays <gasps> so that they can play that at TJ Maxx during the holidays cuz I brilliant. Don't you think that's kind of a good idea? I I really, I'll tell you who had a terrible Christmas album. Somebody that, what if I was like Mariah Carey? No, someone who I, It just someone, isn't catchy. <laughs> someone who I actually love, but it for me it backfired. And actually I still have it on my Spotify. And when it comes up on shuffle, um, I start to grow like the black swan feathers because I get so uncomfortable. Sia.
2: <laughs> no. I like her. You don't. Yeah, she's got the one about like <laughs> snowman. I don't care what it is, but I like it. Uh, there's a Snow couple man. on there. <laughs> See what I mean? It's, it's horrible.
3: A- <laughs> <laughs> I like her one song, <laughs> Snowman. You're frosty, <laughs> carrot nose and coal eyeballs.
2: <laughs> but she is someone I thought of with that because I was like, yeah, you're you're a good singer. You should be doing Christmas. I mean, why not? And I was excited. There were, there are a few on there that I think are fun, but I, no. I respect your. I gotta out. absolutely
0: okay. disagree. And this someone who i fucking love sia and i actually paid money to see her in concert when she was wearing the wig which to me is like why don't i pay to see the grim reaper kill me like there was i just go with me on this one but you don't see her face i'm like i don't know what she's doing behind the wig she could be it could be anybody you know what i mean just could be anybody john Gabris, what's the worst concert you've ever been to Ah, uh, the worst concert yes.
3: I've ever uh the biggest letdown of a concert I've ever been to was uh MGMT opening for Beck at the uh United uh church in Harlem. Uh that MGMT, sounds great. It sounds awesome, but this was MGMT's after their first album, which is like all dancey and fun. Yeah. And then when you see them do it live and they don't have like studio energy or whatever, it's a full different it was a full different game. I'm assuming they've put on other good live shows since then. But that was I was very much let down. Mgmt. I remember rolling in like that was the album that I was cranking like all summer long, and then sh- showed up to this concert and was. And it was like, a, how, is it how is it at the church? How is it at the church? The church is a fucking amazing venue. I've seen yeah. Block Party, Arcade Fire, Ooh. and Beck there, and those were three of the best shows I've ever. Block Party fucking rock so hard, paint chips were raining down. Wow, 100%. that's cool. it's like this old ass church in Harlem that's like a beautiful venue when you go in there. To see a concert, fucking, I mean, I don't even know if it still exists, but it it was funny in like 2005 being on a train with like 500 white people pulling into Harlem to go see like Arcade Fire. It's like, gee, I wonder what all you guys are here to do. Everyone (laughs) has like swoop bangs and skin tight jeans. And you're like, oh, we're all going to see Arcade
0: Fire. Um, Lauren Lapkus, I ask you the same question. I feel like this is a fun topic because I love ragging on bad things. (laughs)
2: See, I can't think of any, I I can't think of concerts that I thought were horrible, but I did go see some bands that are like so like I went to like see Dispatch when I was in high school and Mm -hmm. I was like this is amazing and it's like (laughs) 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 but I mostly what I've been doing in the last few years is I end up at like huge stadium concerts like I went to see Fleetwood Mac and I'm like a million miles away but it was like the best thing ever and I did that with Beyonce too and I like had the best time so I I think I just get excited because I only go to concerts like once a year if that and so it's kind of rare that I end up seeing something that isn't fun. I'll tell you Beyonce
0: (laughs) is the best bang for your buck I think if you were to buy I take it to any show, even including Celine, by the way, when I love Celine, but that was the last concert I went to with Celine Dion at the Barclays Center. Not that anyone cares, but, um, Beyonce, when she puts a show on, I'm like, oh, that's where my money went. There's totally stage, there's dancers, there's lights. And it's unlike any other show I've ever seen. And then of course her, like her talent, her, just her beauty, everything. It's very overwhelming. It's funny you said Beck, because one. this is not a good story. just you jogged to my memory that I saw Beck at Radio City. Also On Valentine's like, Day? It had to, I mean, it had, many years ago. It was, was before it, 2010.
3: Talking, I, I was just about to say, oh, I was going to say, was it uh, Valentine's Day, like uh, 1999, 2000? Because that's when I was there. I saw Beck there, and it was amazing.
0: Really? Because yeah. I saw Beck, we had the worst seats, though. So if you go to Radio City, anyone who knows this, if you're in the first two levels, it's like, you know, chef's kiss, incredible. When you start climbing up there and you're in, like, the flight pattern for United at JFK, you can't... No
3: exaggeration. That shit's, like, billy goat style. It's, like, pure vertical. This like, is you're nice.
2: like- I... And that's where I always like- am at concerts, and I'm truly, like, scared when I'm yeah. going up the stairs or walking down. It's terrifying. Yeah. I'm, like, fucked up
3: out of my mind from pre-gaming, like, <laughs> and sm- rolling a joint and smoking it in the crowd, and then I stand up and I have vertigo looking down, like, a thousand feet It's to the nauseating. Because- yeah. It's so steep at those, at that high level there where you're like, you kind of have to like lean back like you're jogging downhill or
0: something. You're gonna, you're like literally gonna fall into the orchestra pit and that's where I saw that. and <laughs> I actually thought he was, I, maybe because I was so bitter about the tickets, but I have never really had a good concert experience except for one at Radio City. I don't think I like that venue and it's a controversial thing. Quick story, Dan, who um, is my, we call him our correspondent, uh, I think, just don't laugh at that and let's just move forward. The point is, <laughs> We went to see Electric Light Orchestra at Radio City. Mm. Hell yeah. I was excited about that. And we got our tickets on StubHub. And I thought I was getting like the best. We spent $500 per ticket. I'd never spent that much money. But it was like their last concert. Like we're about to like RBG style. This is it. See us now. So we got these tickets and we got there and we were in the second to last row at Radio City, which I was for fucking $1,000. $500? Yeah,
2: that's crazy.
0: I was furious. And so I Instagrammed a thing, and actually we were sitting right in front of Beck Bennett. He was the only person behind us from <laughs> SNL. Very lovely guy. But I took a picture. He's like in the background, actually. And I said, this is, uh, we paid $1,000 for these tickets. And I just wrote, at StubHub, hashtag complaint. That's all I wrote. As a joke, uh-huh. they gave us a credit for 1000 bucks for tickets. What? Wow. Yeah. That's the fucking that's uh minor fame privilege right that's there. The, how dare it. you say I
1: minor?
3: <laughs> uh, well, hey, <laughs> <I'm joking>. please. <laughs> Real fame would be I think you could get ELO tickets on your own. <laughs> <laughs> how fucking dare you say minor? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, uh I, I did see one great show at Radio City. I saw um Strokes and White Stripes. I saw wow. uh, if that's not the most early 2000s concert you've ever yeah. heard in your entire life, but I saw White stripes open for the strokes there because uh the strokes open for white stripes in Chicago or Detroit, wherever they're from. And then since the strokes in New York, they let Oh white that's nice open for them there. And it fucking rolled. Yeah, it I believe fucking that. Rolled. Yeah.
0: I just miss it. I think that I wanted to ask you that because it's just the worst band I've ever seen, though ki- the killers were the worst. I've never seen a worse live performance than I was like I don't know what, this isn't a good story. And also we're so dating ourselves. I'm like the worst. Oh my Frankie God. Frankie Valley at Jones beach. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Frankie Valley Feverist. at Jones beach. You just got my mom perked up. because she's like, I've seen Frankie Valley <laughs> <laughs> at Jones beach four times. Jonathan. I love Frankie Valley. My first concert was Soul Asylum at Jones Beach. Wow. Uh, and then my gayest concert ever was B52s and Blondie at Jones Beach. Wow, that is very yeah, gay w- for I you. I was going
2: to uh, say, I think the whitest thing about me is that I've accidentally seen Dave Matthews twice.
0: Accidentally? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? I Lauren? just ended
2: up there. I just ended up, I, d- I never wanted to go, and somehow I was there twice. It just was like,
0: it just happened. Wait, that's how I saw Fish. She just reminded me that I one time went to a Fish concert in Jersey. The same way where someone had a ticket and I just got on the bus. We took the bus from Port Authority to <laughs> fucking New Jersey. And I, i not for me. That's my official review. Just not I for went me. I
2: String Cheese Incident. And wow. A, and yeah, that was a fun time, but not my vibe really. But my brother really loves fish and String Cheese. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll go to that. And then, you know, it's a whole different world over there. You got to be really yeah. high. Yeah, you got to, you got to...
3: You really
0: like the vibe as much as the music. I yes, feel like over yes. there, and if you can buy into the vibe, you can buy into the music. The vibe, yes. for those who don't know, it's very um, white person who should definitely not have dreadlocks leaning into it.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's just it's, for uh, the record, my brother does not have dreadlocks.
0: <laughs> That's yes. good that you got to clear the record there, Lauren. Um,
3: but uh, mushrooms and all that stuff really
0: help you enjoy fish, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Are you guys having moments ever where, and you're both married, where you want to leave this country? because i lately am having a lot of panicky i was supposed to go to london next week and i think i have to postpone because this is just a way for me to talk about my canceled travel plans but i was supposed to go for a few months and i'm postponing it because they're i think they're on their second lockdown now it's coming to us i think within a month Mm. and that's it's just never going to end basically i just i am so fearful for it do you wish you were anywhere else right now
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I would like to be with my husband still, but I wish I was in Tokyo. I wish I was, I wish I was in Chicago with my family. Like Mm -hmm. I I have so many places I wish I was, but, um, I'm just trying to lean into it and just be like, this is what it is right now. And I just can't go anywhere. And I just have to be happy with taking a walk and seeing people on zoom.
1: (laughs) Is your husband
0: not with you right now? Lauren no he is I'm oh. just
2: saying like I my, when I say Tokyo I'm not like by myself like, oh I, see. Anywhere else <laughs> yeah,
3: I would. I would kill to be in Tokyo without Tiffany right now I mean I've never, <laughs> never even been to Tokyo just anything sounds appealing right now I've never been there I really want to go we 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 were gonna go we were like next year is uh, our 40th uh, birthday year and oh. our 10-year wedding anniversary <gasps> so we were like let's go fucking huge and then it was like well, Damn we myself. were supposed to go huge this holidays. We were going to just dip this holiday and go away for like three weeks because we just think we earned it. And yeah. That was last year's decision. Mm-hmm. And now that's all undone. Yeah. Uh, for me, my big thing is I, I would love to. I wouldn't want to quarantine anywhere else unless I happen to have a friend who had a beach house that they weren't staying at, like unless right. I just lived some like sort of vacation life. But I would have loved to have seen my mom or been on yes. the island for a little bit at some point. But my family is living. It's not like they're not living the same exact life as me. So I don't even know if I could see them. Like, I don't even like everyone's playing by different rules out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> are your parents, John? So they're in long Island. Uh, and I know that because our mutual favorite Billy Joel song is the down Easter, Alexa, um, like. <laughs> obviously long Island. Uh, have your parents, have they been like going out? Cause I know that uh, a lot of people like long Island is open. You can sit inside restaurants. What are they doing?
3: I I feel bad blowing up my mom's spot but she went to fucking Atlantic City
2: what (laughs) yeah she's crazy it's so hard to like to control everyone like it's all I want to do is just be like stay inside like where are you going like why are you going there I'd be like oh hey uh,
3: you know you're an older woman who's a cancer survivor get the fuck out of this she's a cancer
0: survivor how old is she (laughs)
3: She's like sixty five. She doesn't. Ugh. She's not going to be stopped. Like she's already like survived like a million things. She's like fuck it. Like she truly has like cockroach mentality. She's like I'm indestructible <laughs> now. Like I live my life. Like, but at the same time, I'm like please don't, please don't. But I can't. I can't say anything either because she does it. Comes back and and not sick. She's fine. And I, yeah, yeah. And I'm wrong. And I I don't know. What yeah, the but the
0: risk there is so. If my parents, who um, I really love bragging about how. Like I you know I love being home. Like I'm I love staying home. I love it. My mother has not left the apartment that they live in in Miami since March 5th. She has literally not wow. left the apartment. Not to go on a drive. She gets the Costco deliveries, she wipes them all down, she's there with the cat cooking every day and it's one of those things. Well, now that I'm not going next week to England, I'm like, uh, which is for the best. I mean, I I really wanted to go, but I'm just like. Was it for work? It was for life. I I just yeah. have always wanted to yeah. live there. I thought, you know what? Um, and I realized that sounds so incredibly selfish. But let me just say that, like, look, here in New York, I'm seeing friends. I'm all safely, but I'm you know following the guidelines. But I'm still doing things here. And I have friends there. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go there, live the same life that I have here just in London and see if I could ever do this, you know, and work was fine with it. Sirius was okay with it, blah, blah, blah. But, um, it's, I'm certainly not going to go pay someone for an Airbnb to be locked down in it. And if I'm going to be locked down anywhere, I want to be in my apartment with all my bullshit here. You know what I'm saying?
2: No. And that is true. Like for a lockdown, I'm I'm happy to be at home. Like, but I, I'm, I have such wanderlust right now. Like I just want to be anywhere. I, and I usually get to leave town a few times a month, like do shows or just go work or do other things. And so it's really hard to not have any of that, like shake up in my routine. My days are just so monotonous that like you look around you're like, oh, it's another month that's gone. Like, that's the part that I think there's nothing marking any of the time. And that really
0: sucks. And at the end of the week, I'm like, I can't tell if this is a fast week or a slow week because everything is bleeding into itself so much that I'm have, I have no exactly no delineation between am I fatter, skinnier, Am I going out with someone? Like, there's no, I have nothing. It's like a big barf bag, basically, of nothing, you know?
3: Yeah. yeah. I literally, Mark, like, all I do is interact with people on this screen and one other couple that's in my bubble with me and Tiff. And, like, my brain is fucking toast from that. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Going off what Lapka said, uh, I used to travel every once in a while for work and get out of town and go on tour, and so did my wife. And we both got to have, like, some alone. (gasps) This is We've been together yeah. for seventeen years. This last, however many days, is the most amount of time, the most amount of nights in a row we've slept in the same bed. Yeah. Which again is not a complaint, but it is new for us. <laughs> and yeah, also, and I think, we're so home well, all day together. Something previously, I was, I had days to myself at the house.
2: Yeah, we're I think there's something together like now. really like that you just t- took, maybe took for granted that I feel this way. we like, before I got to just go be by myself in different cities, like yeah. regularly. And now I just, I'm, I mean, I'm never alone and that's fine. I mean, like you're saying, like, it's like, I love my husband, so it's fine. We're having a fun time. Every day is pretty fun, but like, like, in terms of like making time. each other laugh. But, yeah, you just, like, you have that that thing is missing of just getting to, like, walk around somewhere.
0: Listener, are you noticing, by the way, how John and Lauren are both couple bragging their fucking hearts out as I sit here rotting? They're both like, look, it's awesome. I'm in love. I, I'm so... <laughs> Happy I have someone here at all times in my bed, you know, making food for me. It's a wonder. And I'm sitting here truly, like, all uh, just with the ghosts of my grandparents spitting on me. Okay. This is like literally what this is who's living in my apartment. Can I say one other thing? Is that I feel like we're losing the thread of COVID a little bit because I feel like when it was happening in China and it hadn't come here yet on my morning show. I was doing stories about like the divorce lines in Wuhan are miles long. And I was like laughing, like everybody hates each other. This is so funny. Like, Oh, we're all, all the couples are breaking up. And now I'm just like breaking up together. Who cares? I know. I had, like no energy yeah. left to care about these things. I'm like, get divorced. Fine. Yeah. You know, it's um, not you too, obviously, but do you think you're no going to see two. any, have you, do you know anyone who's gotten divorced in the past, eight months let's call it seven months
1: i've no. had a,
3: i've seen one or two friends possibly two, post on social media on. saying like hey uh we've decided that we're going to not be uh, a couple anymore but we're <gasps> still gonna be with the kids whatever everything's fine ha ha lol good to see everyone mm. uh and then like Separate posts. After wow. That. Like I've, and I've, and I've, I thought that was like the most modern positive version I've seen of something like that. I'm just like, we just want you to know. Like, it's like the baby announcement, but on like the, like, just so you know, this is where our life is headed right yeah. now. It's yeah. a divorce and
0: reveal. They shoot a balloon up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Black so, dust falls I, out. I set over. Northern California on fire to say I'm <laughs> so separating from my wife. <laughs> we are so sorry. We just wanted everyone to know that this is over. It's like as they burn. Um, I know. I, I It's just... I'm kind of hitting a wall right now, especially like not because I think I was looking forward to this trip just to like have something to do. Yeah. Although I was also worried that because you know I'm I'm very paranoid now about just uh, the image of going even to England for me and just like people being like, oh, she's traveling. Okay, like you're going to kill somebody. No,
2: and it is really hard not to have that judgment about yeah. people on Instagram because even like I'll see people... jealousy induced too. Yeah. Oh so yeah. You, there's definitely yeah, yeah. no. Thanks, there's John. definitely part of that even with people when they're like, we te- we all got tested and we're all hanging out and I'm like. Well, wait, so you just get to get te- rapid tests and hang out, and I don't get to do anything? Like, there is that, it is like jealousy, and it's also like, okay, did the rapid test really work? And are you sure you're not going to have it? And someone's going to get it from that big party. Like there's this rage and jealousy that just comes from like seeing everyone trying to live their life in this. And like all, all I those captions are lies.
0: All those captions are lies That's because the by thing. the way, there's no way. Um, I actually almost got rapid tested yesterday because uh I went to an event last Thursday. That was the second I got there. I was like, this may have been a mistake. Like truly like I was like, this will be fine. it will be fine. And then I got there and I was like, I'm dumb, but I had a good time, but um I wanted to get tested. They open scared. You know, it's it's almost like and this is why I'm kind of angry. Well, forget the fact that our country is like burning down as we sit here in it. But I'm kind of pissed at our governor here in New York because I feel like he's dropped the thread and dropped the ball in such a way where he was doing these daily things and really involved. And it's been months and we don't hear from him. And it's almost hard Internally, personally, to keep that level of fear up for such a long time, and to be as vigilant as without being told to be so vigilant, right? You know, and that, and I'm like, I consider myself a smart person, and even I'm making mistakes in that sense. I'm going to admit to it because things are happening. You know, I'm, I'm going to go, whatever. Always with masks on, always. I'm very careful with the masks, and I do yell at people about that. But still, you just don't know what's going to happen when you do things like that, you know? So they opened up a place here in New York that does rapid testing. You get the results within 15 minutes. It's 200 bucks though, so it's a lot of money. But I might this week go because I kind of feel just for peace of mind and just – do I don't know, like if Juliana yeah. Rancic can get it, anything's possible, you guys. <laughs> well, I
2: know, I mean, there is that, that, that was kind of crazy with the whole, I really loved how the Emmys were done last night, by the way. Did you, you like, it? like it? I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed um, it. I thought they I really did a great job. I really liked the I thought it was really well done. Um, but seeing that Juliana Rancic and Vivica A. Fox both were supposed to go to to events or do something, I don't know if she was supposed to present Vivica, but um, they both were tested positive And it's like, the, 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 they didn't know. And that's what's kind of crazy. That's, the thing. Like, I, that's what makes me feel so much more nervous that like you only found out because you got a routine test that had it's to be still, done.
3: I don't want to just be fucking Johnny dumb layman here, but it's still so early in understanding the disease. I know. It's still so early. like we don't know. And I don't I'm not trying to be consp- I'm not going fucking uh I'm on full pizza cab- gate. Full pizza gate. Yeah, Hit I'm not me. going Q-9. hunting for kids in cabinets and shit right now, but we don't know. They're not telling us every single thing they understand. Like people, I hear people early on were like, well, I have, I've had a cough for four weeks, but there's phlegm in it, so it's not COVID. And yeah, like, no, I know. We like, uh, who told you that? Like, right. go to a fucking doctor. We hear one thing, we lock it in, and whatever you know, it's confirmation bias, whatever makes us feel better. Uh, and then on onto those like Vivek Vox and uh, Julia Rancic or whatever. Yeah. I watched people. I saw a bunch of someone break down their Instagrams of like. Uh, Here she is announcing her having COVID. Here's her six days ago water skiing with 12 friends. Wow. Here's her her seven. uh, Here's Vivica Fox seven days earlier, according to her own Instagram in a pool with eight friends. By the way, if I
0: tested positive, you know who's never going to know? Anybody else. (laughs) <laughs> guess what this bitch ain't squealing. I'm not going to say yeah. shit to anybody. Cause I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. I don't know why I even got off on this little rant. It's just, there's like this new, you know, I'm an, I'm a real stickler for etiquette. Like I really love, um, just table manners. And I, I'm an annoying person. I've always been very annoying and that's our time. We have to go. No, but I really, <laughs> I really, me and Lauren,
3: just both not in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah wow. anyway. Thanks no. for at Gabrus on social media. See you later.
0: <laughs> no one uh, interrupted me. That's funny. But anyway, um, no, but I feel like now there's all this new etiquette with this virus that we've never had to deal with before. And it's really like a whole new world figuring out like, how do we behave? How do we tell people? I saw a video. I tweeted it out of a woman in France. Now the French are the fucking worst, I by the saw way, that. you yes. saw that. Who was mm-hmm. like, excuse me, s'il vous plaît. like step back because the woman behind her was too close. And I have done that at Marshall's. I'll be honest, but then sometimes you're just not paying attention. And I've yelled at people if I'm looking at clothing and they come next to me to look at the clothing. I go, give me. We're not even the same size. I go, I go we're not the same size. <laughs> give me 10 seconds. And then you can come look for your shit over here. We have no, we do not have the same personal style. Give me 10 <laughs> seconds, you know.
3: I've tried to do, like, one or two things like that. Like, instead of the grocery store, I went to the farmer's market to get stuff or whatever. Yeah. And every time I've done that, I've gotten a moment where I'm like, this fucking person is way too close. And then I go, this person wouldn't be way too close to you if you weren't here. Like, that's Like, if the you weren't in that Marshalls, yeah. no one would be near you. How and then dare that's you, when John. I come to That's where I came to it. I'm like, <laughs> that's I'm getting really mad that this other person has a mask on. This other person has no mask on on the street and it's driving me fucking crazy. I don't want to be wearing a mask. I'm out here wearing a mask. I'm like, ah, if I'm home, I don't wear a mask and that person doesn't bother me. Yeah, but Boom. also right. the fact Smash that they
0: I agree with you, however, the fact that we could be doing not normal things, but like you could be walking in the street if everyone just acted like a fucking human being instead of a selfish piggy face like every other person here in New York now who's gallivanting around. I'm like... I, I did we not see 200,000 people are dead. Are we just going to say, fuck it? Like that's it. I mean, it's, I know, I'm going to say, so I'm going to
3: say, fuck it. I'm staying in. Cause fuck it. I don't trust. And I like know. you're saying, like I'd rather than bet on the goodwill of strangers on the streets of West Hollywood, I'm going to just stay in my Oh, West house. Hollywood.
0: <laughs> I, there's no greater <laughs> thanks to God that I have to say than not living in West Hollywood during this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would be, oh, oh my God. The bars are, I mean, every place seems to be like still popping off. Like, I mean, there's, like, are they busy? The bars like every Franklin place has tables Avenue, on the street by the way like i saw a full video where like they it was a nighttime it looked like a regular night there's Every like- bar is overflowing with people. I was so confused. I mean i ha- I don't go anywhere at night, so I never see it in person, but I I've love seen Lauren. these things online. <laughs> Lauren, you're the sweetest.
0: Um. <laughs> 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 Lauren's like the sweetest little angel, like I hope if I ever have a daughter, it's Lauren.
3: You know what I mean? I, well, well she's saying she doesn't go anywhere at night because she hangs by her feet o- up upside down for eight hours a night. <laughs> yeah, so my oh, black cr- eyes can pour <laughs> out. And, <laughs>
2: yeah. um, I want a demonic oh, Lauren, bat so baby. <laughs> She closes the coffin. She's like, I never go out at night. Can I tell you the sweetest thing about me that you're going to love right now? Yes. I think I have a very sweet thing going on right now. I got a Halloween tree. It's a Christmas tree that's bright orange and I decorated it with Halloween ornaments and I'm the happiest I've ever been.
0: You know, I can't believe you're saying this because I just got into a whole thing with my friend yesterday. I went to Michael's yesterday because I've gotten into painting which is like really Ooh. weird and dorky, but fine. Um, I could show you some of my works. They're so ugly. Literally, you are going to actually cry. It's I need awful. To see it. I will show you. But I went to Michael's because I wanted to get like new paints and like now I'm like putting beads in the shit. I'm like Jackson Pollock on my coffee table. Don't even ask, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, my friend was like, oh, I was just there yesterday. And she's not artistic at all. It's a lovely girl. But I was like, what were you doing at Michael's? And she was like, buying, she lives by herself. She was like, buying Halloween decorations for my apartment. <laughs> and I was like, what? What are you talking about? And she does that. She gets festive things. Christmas, Halloween, uh, Easter, I'm assuming. Yes, me. Too. I do not come from a home that ever did that. Funny. Oh my except God, for Hanukkah. Every holiday
2: I've got to go on. And so does Tiffany. I mean, Tiffany is really good with holidays. but
0: she, she's very specific to her holidays because
3: for her, the holidays are Halloween uh, are fall, Halloween, Thanksgiving, the holidays. They're, she doesn't do like my no my Easter. brother. Yeah, my brother and sister in law are teachers or uh, elementary school teachers. Oh. So, like, you know, they flip their entire classrooms. So, my my brother's house is like, there's Valentine's Day themed soap, uh, towels, blah, blah. Then there's I love that. Patty's I Day love themed that. soap and towels. In the back. Like, you just know that they're flipping their classroom like every month. I so, think they're it's like, It's
2: so cute to do Valentine's Day soap.
3: Yeah, That's it's like the very sweetest cute. thing I've ever heard It's like a, literally a pink <laughs> towel with a heart, like strawberries and cream scented hand soap. And then, like, uh, then it becomes like Irish spring and That's my green towels.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know you're making me feel like I, I just don't know why that is. We're not festive. My family, it's, you know, though, I think that for Christmas, I love Christmas decorations, even though I'm an English person. But I do think that because especially if you're in a cold climate and you're indoors, then it is nice to have something joyful, which is, I think, yes. why I'm so grateful that Jesus exists because we can put lights up when it's cold. You know
2: what I mean? You like know, and make and it feel is like. My Halloween tree is bringing me the Christmas joy because it has like white sparkly lights and I put it on every night and it feels nice. And I am, like we were saying, there's no like way to mark time right now. I was like, okay, this is fall. Like now it's fall. I have my orange things up. I put my pumpkins out all over the place and like all my little shit. And it just feels special in a way when like truly you could tell me it's any month of the year and i be like okay like I have no clue what's going on
3: L- Lab Kiss, this is exactly Tiff and I are we're just talking about this we've started we need everything is the same when you are at home yeah. every day <laughs> it's like yes. with the same people everything is the fucking same so we started like we launched spooky movie season we launched this past Saturday That's so funny. now we have like a month <laughs> a month and a half of watching spooky movies you
2: launched it. I love this
3: yeah and, and, and we've been doing we've been doing like themed things of like oh I'm gonna make nachos tonight it's like oh well let's get stuff to make margaritas and we'll have like Tex-Mex night (gasps) at home. That's fun. And then it feels, and then we're like, oh, let's pick a movie that's themed with, like we've been trying to do like create these environments. Like we like had an Emmys party with the two people that we uh, bubble with. And the Emmys were like, we had nothing to root for, nothing. But we were like, let's cook and have an, and it's like, it's finally a
0: thing to do tonight. You know, you're motivating me. Can I read some advice? Cause sometimes I'm very curious. uh, Is this podcast, does this podcast do anything for you? What I'm doing here? I feel like I always like to just read the energies of my guests and go with it. I have nothing prepared is my point.
2: Oh, I think that's great. Yes. That's That's like what I like to do. Yeah. That, I'm yeah. just having fun
0: doing it. Not gonna catch me preparing. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> well,
2: for like newcomers, we get our producer like prepares like a breakdown of how we're gonna talk about it because it's a lot of information. But that's the only time I really prepare. I
3: yeah, the know. most preparing I do is watch the movie that the podcast <laughs> I'm on is
0: talking about. Like that's about. I it. one time <laughs> did um I did a uh, Griff Newman's podcast and I didn't Blind watch check? the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Give me oh ten minutes." God. I it was like a whole thing. I, I was a whole thing. I was like, "Give me ten minutes. I'll be ready." All right. This is actually a great question. I'm gonna just read some of these. I I've not prepped these. Like, I don't know what the questions are. So if I read them and I'm not getting a good feeling from them, I'm just gonna move on. All right. Okay. But um, do you ever read the ethicist in the New York Times? Yes, mm. I used to. No. So it, Philip Galanis now answers it. It used to be this guy, Randy Cohen. I remember him. So this is the title and I'm already interested. And I feel like John, specifically you, why do I always feel like men have a better understanding of QAnon than women? Is that stupid to say? I don't know why.
2: I think men, um, like would be more uh, intrigued by that just generally like what is it and it's what and I could think about what like it's just like because you like might be interested in joining yes <laughs> it seems like I'm, a guy's thing yeah
3: I will I will say uh, I'm not here for this uh, gender slander but <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> you know uh, but I, I, I will yeah. I will say I, ha- I am currently very obsessed with and this is my main my cross to bear I have been I'm obsessed with white supremacy as domestic terrorism and Mm. QAnon and how they overlap. And I have read, and I'm not even, I'm not even just reading links that people are sending around. I'm reading like academic papers written for The Hague and the International uh, Center of Terrorism. I've been reading so I'm obsessed because it's truly dangerous and truly scary and we don't. I grew up no, being and I, told like uh, I grew up being told to be afraid of Middle Eastern people, and now it's like, wait, but white people are dangerous, and where no one is talking about that. Sorry, I'm uh, that, no, no, I, I know. I t- totally agree. I know
2: one woman from the Chicago improv scene who was oh, no. back in the day, many years ago, who is now a QAnon person who like posts videos and stuff talking about all these things, and I also think. I, in a way I think it's in many ways female like women are very um susceptible to this because I heard that like they can get like sucked in through like um there's a lot of mommy bloggers who are into this there's like a whole world that is the wellness
3: the wellness community is very much into it like a lot of the fitness like venice beach fitness and like lifestyle people that i follow like all these bodybuilders and like you know get fresh air meditate ground yourself people they've all gone full q and i saw a
0: thing in the times about these three women who were like Midwestern women talking about how the tents were set up outside of the hospitals here in New York to traffic children in. And I, I'm just like, what, you know, it's, it's almost like, um, uh, torture porn. It's almost like they took the saw movies, which are, you know, people watch them because they were so shocking and horrible. And that's what, what people like to see secretly. I feel like the, it's like outrage porn, meaning, well, it's so it's the worst. It makes me want to throw up even thinking about someone thinking that that's what those tents were there for. Right. But then that it's like they almost get off on it. Like, it's almost like, yeah, that's so horrible. Like, oh, when, it's why like, aren't they
2: upset about like ICE
0: detention? Centers because because that's exactly plans. right. I don't I well, have no idea. Psychosis. And here's here's
3: what it is. If you are like a Trump supporter right now. Yeah. He's got so much awful shit going on. That in order for you to handle that if you think he's hunting pedophiles mm. and pedo- and then you get to say in your head pedophilia is the worst which arguably yes. it is yeah. so they get their in their their argument is like impenetrable because they'll say like it's well, like what, what, the lowest pedo- thing yeah, yeah and it, and you're like well it's not tense, blah, blah, blah. Just wear your mask and COVID. Off. Wear my mask. Well, what about the pedophile tense? And you're like, right. no, they're not pedophile tense. And they're like, well, so now you're pro-pedophile tense? And anyone would tell you that uh, sexual abuse of minors happens most frequently. The highest percentage is people you know and people in your family. Mm. And then also, one of the biggest leads to sexual trafficking in the United States is homelessness. Two things that people, all these crazy ass QAnon people are doing nothing about. Zero. But in their heads, it's like Wayfair is shipping people in filing cabinets. And it's like, if you can believe, and also just like all other conspiracy theories, if it allows you to believe, if you can go that deep to believe that Hillary Clinton fucked a kid in the basement of a pizzeria, mm. you anything else is possible. Then, then there's no, and we're all just looking for answers. And if the answer is it's magic that uh, Democrats are doing with pedophile children's sex magic behind the scenes, if that's the explanation you're looking for, anything else then can great. make sense then. And yeah. it's
0: interesting to me, too, that like Trump might allegedly is a pedophile, and yet that's... The, you know the blind eyes turned but it's it's truly the kool-aid levels that they've had because i i do believe um i watched part of the social dilemma on netflix i had I to stop that. it after all the sketches um i watched about <laughs> an hour of it and then the whole thing with like vincent Carthizer and it just i i didn't like the felt very like it felt like the ucb sketch
3: show a little bit that they were like especially the vincent Carthizer thing because it was like the inner sanctum
0: of like amy with the ipad yeah. like that all thing. it felt yeah. so like like i'm an elementary school documentary like yeah. retro i didn't like it what, lauren what were you gonna say
2: no no i thought it was really interesting and I, I i agree on one hand that like i didn't need them to like do an act out for me to get what you were talking about you know what i mean like i don't need to like see the kid like get sad about oh my his god life and start to like f- become a bad person or whatever that freckled kid um yeah, yeah that, that, i although that i that love kid that kid. smart he's so, I think he's good. so he good is great yeah. yeah he's
3: so funny and book smart he's so fucking funny yeah as he's the, hilarious. like rich kid who
2: has the they had a Both good cast times. in that fake movie yeah. within the documentary I would say that that part of the movie
3: is not for us like adult people who, like that, mo- that part of the movie is for the 16 year olds oh, who are watching I feel sense. like yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: fine um, I but the thing that I I was listening to because you know I'm so adamantly liberal and so how could there be people who some of whom I do believe many are uneducated but some are educated and some are actually like good parents and they consider themselves righteous people and maybe religious, whatever it is, how can they literally believe this craziness and like talking about the two different bubbles that we live in and just like how we get news our way, they get news their way and their way is the way that they believe. And it's like, I can't, I just don't want to live in this country anymore. Now let me read this question. This is really true. (laughs) I'm like looking for a way out. If anyone knows anybody, I'm, I'm so ready to get out of here. Okay. So this is from, uh, (laughs) The Ethicist. The title is, What Can I Say to the QAnon Mom Next Door? It's already good. For four years, my family has been great friends with the family next door. Their kids are the same age as ours. I became close with the mother. Our husbands even work together. But during quarantine, my friend started sharing conspiracy theories about the trafficking of children. She believes Pizzagate is real and that Hollywood celebrities sacrifice children to drink their blood. Is that really true? They really think that that's what's going on? The blood drinking seen,
2: like tweets about that, like that like Chrissy Teigen has to respond to
0: <laughs> Teigen is I mean, I, I feel for her uh, to have to deal with with what she's oh my put God. through well, it's she's so
2: online, you know, I mean, the, yeah. it's like a lot of people aren't as invested in Twitter as she is. So she has to deal with all the bullshit that comes with it. Like I, I kind of like that about her because it's relatable because I'm obsessed with social media, but like she, she does kind of have to like then respond to all these things because she like takes it personally in a sense
0: well of course she ha- would have to and also it's just like to have these kind of decrepit people coming for you is just got to be the worst feeling oh, but anyway no. so it says i've tried to explain uh the alt-right origins of QAnon falsehood still in every conversation she says something like this is crazy i won't shop at wayfair they traffic children inside storage units meanwhile wayfair by the way is a little fucked up so i'm okay with people not shopping from them because of the <laughs> uh, mattresses and the detention camps never forget
2: I actually don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, they supplied initially to all the ice camps. Wayfair was giving all the mattresses. They, that's the government bought mattresses through Wayfair. Jesus. Yeah.
2: And then.
3: Are you are you familiar with the filing cabinet thing Michelle Collins is talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's like the other crazy. Like,
0: that's a Seinfeld time- episode when the the Japanese guys went to Kramer's apartment and got locked <laughs> but, in the thing. <laughs> but okay, isn't that
2: perfect then that all those people believe that they're in the cabinets from Wayfair, but not they don't care that the Wayfair mattresses went to these places that are like known for being horrible that are giving hysterectomies
0: like, to these moms, but they're fine with oh it. Oh my god, right. that's
2: the most disturbing thing I've ever I, heard.
0: I, Nazi Germany, people. I'm not. It's Nazi Germany, period, it's full stop. Okay, so wait. I mean, Mom. let's try to be funny about this, it's like such a, (laughs) guys, let's be funny. Come on. Um, I've asked her to nicely stop talking about conspiracy theories, but she won't. How do we move on from this? I mean, real talk, ladies and gentlemen listening, I I would have to just cut off. I would cut off and avoid. I don't have any, there's no bridges for me to build.
2: No, you don't have, I mean, I can't imagine what kind of history I would need with a person to just entertain this or even try to. Yeah, it's just like you just don't need it. I mean, people could do far less annoying things and I won't talk to them anymore. Like, let's just (laughs) do you cut people off Lauren
0: Lapkus? I would like to hear that.
2: Um, it's not it's happened.
0: (laughs) I never hear (laughs) from her again after the podcast thing. I'm like, Lauren, (laughs) (laughs) Lauren,
2: it has it hasn't (laughs) happened. Yet. <laughs> I don't I don't like to do that, but I do feel like if something goes down, like sometimes it just happens naturally where it's a slow progression. And sometimes it's like, oh, I just never talked to that person again because I found out they did something really bad. Or like, um It's some you know. it's some adult it's some
3: adult shit. Even just like hang out with someone a couple of times and their behavior uh, bothers you and then you're like, oh, I could not hang out with Right. Them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like,
0: holy shit, that's
3: way better than this person <laughs> it's, from my life.
0: It, the cutting so, the toxicity just sometimes yeah. really feels good. It does. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And Lauren, you said it best, like, I don't know what level of friendship I'd have to be with with someone to tolerate. Like, I, I would first start with like unfortunately I would start with the never bring up anything that's remotely triggering with this neighbor mom yes. person. Oh ever. my god. Like I would never talk about anything important with that person. I mean I already have that relationship with like half my neighbors, but not because they're QAnon freaks, but because they're boring and don't know how to have a conversation with <laughs> them. I miss LA. So all right, so, yeah. oh i miss la all Every right. time someone walks by they're like oh hey smoking weed huh and i'm like yeah fuck and now i gotta have a half hour conversation about the weather and traffic and all this bullshit um I, I, but i do think for that's them. i do
2: think that's because you're such a like uh person that people want to approach like nobody's I have talked to, to me, me face
0: yeah. I have talked to me face yeah. for sure. Um, you do. You're a sweetheart. John Gabrus is just you're, you're uh, the best. I'm a giant. I'm a giant shirtless fat guy smoking a
3: joint and people still want to stop and talk to me. I, yeah. I'm you know why? What sign are you? What
0: sign are you? I'm Aquarius, baby. Oh, yeah. That air sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At Lauren, remind me. I know I always ask you. I'm a Virgo. Oh, Virgo. Happy birthday. Thanks. When was it or is it? <laughs> September 6th. Oh, yay. I should have known about that. And wait, John, great. when is your birthday? February? January 31st. January 31st. Almost. Oh, my God. You know, we're all... I'm turning 40 next year also. Should we do a joint party, me, you, and Tiff? Yes, oh my we God. should. I would absolutely crash your Tokyo thing. Like, you don't even know. I love breaking couple vacations up. I've done it before. I went with two friends of mine to Hawaii. They were going... One was working there. They have a kid, to be fair. And I was like, you're going to Hawaii? Like, I will come. And I did... I really am in it. Fun. I'm a fucking <laughs> asshole. Anyways, Philip agrees. He says um, that trying to salvage a relationship is worth it, but battering your head against a brick wall is not. So basically, he's like, step away from the friendship, which is the only answer there is. I'm so grateful. I block anybody who comes at me with QAnon, any Trump stuff. Okay, I block. Okay. I block uh, you know, I used to not like to block cuz I didn't like to give people the satisfaction of knowing I've even seen you That's know what That's
2: kind th- of my angle sometimes. Is I'm like I don't even want you to have the idea that I even read your thing. I'm a muter. I don't like yeah. to
0: mute because they can still respond to your tweets and I don't like other people saying, I don't then I don't even know what they're saying. So I don't oh. like that. Oh shit. I guess I never put I that never together. I never thought of
2: that either. Yeah,
0: so they yeah. can read your stuff. You want to see one of my paintings? I feel like um, yes, please. I feel I like this. Ringo I'll show you a few some of them are so bad I'm going to show you the worst ones and then we'll wrap what if they were like what if they were like
3: wildly uh, realistic depictions of us in the (laughs) 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 nude? you like hold it up and I'm like how would you even know that
0: It's all um, close-up Something paintings of my, my vagina, pages, like, of my vagina, of my vulva. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've gone full Georgia O'Keeffe in quarantine. I just hold I up that hand mirror see, and I start. What? Has
2: anyone said Georgia O'Keeffe? I mean, I'm sure. Definitely, <laughs> <but> definitely.
0: Like, <laughs> Years ago, I came up with a stage named Queef Latina. And then <laughs> Joe, Mandy, and Noah uh, had a show where they would put make a list. The big list. The big big list and they, they stole totally two JK. things from me, with my permission. But I'm just going to credit myself for them. Queef Latina and Chandler's list, which I thought would be a fun. <laughs> (laughs) 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 all
3: right i'm gonna get any more people on this list
0: (laughs) (laughs) how many i can't i just was gonna fuck your joke up and i stopped myself because i felt it happening and i knew better okay these are i'm gonna start in the order that i painted them and then i swear they're all very stupid this one um this is when i thought Oh, i'll paint animals this is the the worst one okay it's a pigeon
2: (laughs) oh i like it lauren
0: it's cute come on wait (laughs) This was me, like, learning how to blend things. Okay, that one, okay. I, it's, like, Emerald City and, like, yeah. uh, World It looks like, like the, the Agro Trade Crag. Trade Wait, it's the yeah. World Trade Center and the Agro Crag.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
3: sort of saying uh, we need to have the guts to get back at them after 9-11. <laughs>
0: Got it. Let's go to Mo with the leaderboard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Isn't
0: art incredible? See, I never even thought <laughs> that. Isn't art amazing? That's just inside from... of you. You guys are amazing. Did you ever take art history classes? I was a
3: studio art minor. No kidding. <laughs> Were yeah. you really? I'm so old I majored in radio TV film (laughs) oh my god I took that in high
2: school (laughs) yeah that's how old I am
3: my major had radio in it and then it turns out that's the major I'm using the most in my life as I now exclusively work in the new radio I know I'm
0: like offended as someone who has a radio show that you would even mock the world of radio even though it is very funny that we all do this now (laughs) it's just like (laughs) what Um, can I just say first of all before we wrap let's promote your stuff I like to do this and I like to say for the very end um, Lauren I start with you we've talked about your podcast The Wrong Missy which was so great so funny Um, are people still fucking it yes. was the number one movie on Netflix by the way that's insane it
2: was crazy ne- yeah it was really exciting
3: never been happier than for one of your friends to be in an actually good comedy movie like Thanks. there's never been a better never been a better way to be like well I had to text her a compliment anyway <laughs> and at least this movie is absolutely fucking good and, yeah. and yeah. your friend is the good part like the movie is good and Labkiss is the reason the movie is very very like yes. you know you're the comedy you're being so fucking funny in this movie it's and I'm a fan so I I am obviously biased but you're so like I'm not looking to I'm not watching it to be like no matter what I'm gonna love this like I'm the first person to tell you shit like that and you were fucking great you were you're movie. so yeah. like yeah.
0: truly giftedly geniusly funny and it's and it is a pleasure to watch you and not have the fear that you're not going to be funny. Cause that, I think that's what you're saying, John is that you're like, Oh, I have to sit and know, Oh, it's going to, if they're not good, it's that's the worst when you're rooting for someone. uh, When you hate them, it's the best when you're rooting for them. (laughs) Oh, it's painful, painful. Nothing
3: feels better than when someone you hate, someone comes back to you and is like, have you watched so-and-so with so-and-so the person you hate? I'm like, I can't bring myself to it. And then they turn to you and go, it's, I know. And by the way,
0: <laughs> yeah! doesn't that happen 98% of the time secretly though? I feel like it always 98% is the way
3: of stuff sucks. Like, I know. Yeah, and that's like, and that's also why no one should feel bad if something, they're in such a, you have no control. <laughs> yeah.
2: you have no control.
0: Yeah. So Lauren, so you have the wrong Missy, uh, obviously your podcast. Well, with uh, the hilarious Nicole Byer, who, you know, I love, um, you have newcomers Lord of the Rings and then lap time with Lauren Lapkus.
2: Yeah, that's my Patreon, and I release a bunch of stuff for free too. So if you want to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, you'll get some stuff in the free feed, and it maybe it'll entice you to join, or maybe not, but you'll get some fun stuff. So that's it.
0: So Johnny, Johnny Gabes, uh, John Gabris, high and mighty with John Gabris. Um, are you still doing the Action Boys on Patreon?
3: Yeah, still doing the Action Boys on Patreon, and thank God uh, because I would have literally nothing going on if it wasn't. Wow. So if you want to check us out, that's Action Boys with a Z dot biz. We've and like Lapkiss, we've got a few free episodes out there, so subscribe to the free feed. Uh or go to patreon.com slash action boys. It's not for everybody and it's probably not for most people, but give it a listen and see if it's for you. Love- Lapkiss has even done an episode of that show. Oh my That's God, the I did it. impenetrably a, a, an obnoxious show to do, guest on, or listen to. I had the and best Lapkus time, but did. I
2: was like uh, two hours in, I was like, I have to go. Like, I just, like, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like to it's leave. It's completely
3: reasonable. <laughs> Goodbye, Lauren. Thank you for coming. We're only going to go for another. We just recently released a three hour and 50 minute episode wow. about. About a movie that's an hour and 50 minutes long called The Program, which is about college football. It's not even a good movie. No, thank you. We did four hours (laughs) on it. No, thanks. (laughs) Wow. Who, Who is that for? Literally
0: almost no one. From the bottom of my heart, I adore you both. Thank you for doing the show.
2: I adore you. Thank you for having us.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I'm Michelle Collins. If you want, you can follow me in my unbearable Instagram feed at Mishkol, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Truly spiraling as the weeks, so you can you can literally see how I'm mentally breaking down. If you start my feed <laughs> uh, in like February and then and I got to send you that Chewbacca pic. You're going to shit. You are going to shit. It. I got to see that. You're going to shit. All right, guys, have a wonderful week. We'll see you here next week. Happy New Year. Vah. Bye.
4: Forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
0: And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.